episode 15 of the Radio Day Podcast for NerdAppropriate.com. Scott is dead. Oh. Oh, man. So yeah. we replaced him we'll immediately with uh, Bo Balian. Hello. Welcome, Bo Balian. Hey, no one's in the chat room, so Nobody's just waving. No, waving's not going to do anything right now. Wait, well, you know. You have to talk. Physical. It's, it's, Hello, everybody. It's been a few <laughs> I'm sitting in for Scott. I'm going to fill his tiny little shoes. Ooh, Ryan was ooh. here uh, in Christmas. You were here over Christmas break. Yeah. We had mic problems. When we had mic problems, so we're having you back. With no mic problems. And, uh, and I have even the, less to talk about. This Scott's time. in the chat room and just wished us luck in his leaving. That's how much he loves this podcast. Yeah. He's out. Well, we should we should mention the reason why Scott is uh, not here is because he's getting married in like, yep. what, two days? Two days. Scott will be married in two days. So yep. he's actually going to be out for three weeks. Um, so we're going to have Ryan in three for all weeks. Three weeks. Ooh. Motherfucker takes a three week Dude, honeymoon? I know. Well, 12 days or 12 day vacation. That's ridiculous. Honeymoon. It's just the timing of the podcast is one that will miss three episodes. Yeah, but still. But, like, uh, yeah, it is ridiculous. Ours was seven days. But I'll be honest, at the day five, I was like, ready to go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not home back to work, but just like done on vacation already. There's only so much you can really do on vacation. It does, like, it does get to the point where you're, you know, yeah. running out of joyous activities to do. I know. We went, we went back to the same restaurant like three times. We're like, that one was good. Let's go back again. We, we were also flat broke on our honeymoon too. So we were just kind of like, hang on. We had fun. We had a, like a lot of fun, but it just was, you know, yeah. gets to a point where you're... But it is not, It is honestly the best vacation I've ever been on. Yeah. Because it's like this buildup of stress and then just... Absolutely. Complete yeah. like... It's know, funny. Like you look at the pictures, at least for me, like the week before... The wedding and then after the wedding and I seriously de-age like ten yeah. years. Like yeah, my yeah. honeymoon pictures, I'm like tan and like yeah. smiling and like yeah. building up to the wedding, I'm like gray and sullen and just like Ugh. like oh great. Why can't the wedding I just pictures was angry. be? I was just angry twenty four hours a day. Yeah, pretty much. That's all it was. Why do weddings have to be so joyous? Tell me about and it. Perfect. Pretty horrid. Um, so yeah, we have it's a like lot to say, talk about. It's this like week. we all say, wives are in lives. I thought it was wives in good lives. It's <laughs> a good bummer statement. It is. I think you guys are on to something. You should stop saying that for free on here. I know. That I, needs to be our teacher. I actually actually went to like Cafe Press <laughs> and I was gonna make a shirt out of it and then I felt bad right before I did it. I was like, some women's group's gonna hate me somewhere for doing this. But then yeah. I thought I need to do it. I think it should be our T-shirt. It should be. It should say, like, nerd appropriate really huge, and then really tiny, just say, wives are lives. It's an inside joke. Or, or back. oh, you know what we can totally do? We can do uh, nerd appropriate, and then say, wives ruin lives, and have ruin scratched out, and then enrich written underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That'd be a good one. Yeah, we need to get some shirts printed up before we go to PAX. PAX. PAX East. Do you guys have a name for your fans? Like, you know, like... Nerdlings. Nerdlings. Nerdlings? Did you just... Is that off the top of your head? Not nice. I'm quick, man. It's not derogatory at all. Nice. I think of things fast. I'm a fast thinker. Makes me think of Zerglings. It does. Sort of like Zerglings. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that works. All right. So we got a lot to talk about. This is a crazy week. Um, I think we have more news than we've ever had before, so this should be a four-hour podcast. Yeah, it could be. It probably won't. No. But it could. We'll fly through some of this, because I honestly... You're going to have to explain to me what half this shit is. So, well, you're going to have to explain to me what half the other shit is. Yeah, and then that's what we're here and for. And Ryan's going to sit quietly. I'm just going to sit over here. Say nothing. Make the occasional dick joke. Yes. 
Yeah, you can't play your own drinking game. I know, I know. I <laughs> left the rules at home. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a, I actually have a text file typed up with all the rules that have been I did, mentioned I did the like various the, uh, podcasts. I did like the comment on the Valentine's Day episode about how every time Jen rolls her eyes, <laughs> <laughs> which happened probably like oh, 20 yeah. times. You could hear it. She rolled her eyes so hard you could hear it in the podcast. I have to say, I am, I am, the one time I have been physically proud of myself was uh, putting the girl from Ipanema when, we, when I yelled out pause in the middle of the yeah, I'm in, I'm in the whole thing. I was in like the first quarter. I literally, because there's two times, one time Penny's making like a shit ton of noise, their dog. Yeah. And I was like, pause. And when I said it, there's like, there's like a 10 minute gap of us just like waiting for the dog to stop making mm-hmm. noise. And I put, I put five seconds of the girl from Ipanema and it sounds like it's elevator music. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's really, pretty perfect. It's pretty good. It's and then good. if you heard what the second one covered up. Which was ten minutes. All of us are just exhausted at that point, and it's ten minutes of essentially me and Scott yelling at each other <laughs> about a rule for a game that, we're <laughs> that you made up. I t- and I like, fit, I'm like, you're wrong. Like, at one point, like I'm like mad at him for like saying that he's right, and uh, it was ridiculous. It was a good time. So if you haven't listened to the, which by this point hopefully you have, but if you haven't listened to the Valentine's Day episode, yeah, it is good times. We had a lot of fun with that, and it was different. Yeah. So let's. Uh, do we want to do what was going on? What's been going on with everybody here? Oh, let's it's been see. Two weeks. Ryan's been, Ryan's been a month. Has been a couple weeks. We did, uh, a month and a half. Well, all of us were there for Scott's bachelor party. Scott's not here to defend himself, but he had sex with hookers. Three or four. Um, and when he was the man? Has did that happen after I left? No, no. You were there. You just don't remember. Okay. Um, and let's see. I don't know. Work's been busy, kind of boring. Some great games came out. That's been fun. Just been working on the site a lot and enjoying myself. Yeah, um, I had family in town. My dad was in town for like three or four days, which was pretty cool. Uh, he cooked for me a lot, which is nice to have someone like. Your dad is a good cook. I mean, too. he is a good cook, so that was kind of fun. What about you, gentlemen? Ryan, what, um, did you, what have you been doing? I've really been, been doing anything for two months. <laughs> you know, working. There you go. Working. Short, short form answers work yeah, well yeah, for, for talk yeah. shows. <laughs> uh, Ask me some yes or no questions. I've been, you know, kind of the same, working a ton, getting stuff done for the site, back up and running for doing articles and getting podcasts going. Um, we've got a glut of, like, four that are stuck in the pipes somewhere, but they're they're all... One of them's edited, and it's probably going to come out the next day. Sweet. I, so. I, I've been playing the hell out of Assassin's Creed 2. You have. I play games once they're two years old. I go I back actually, and I let them. Ryan I let Ryan borrow Assassin's Creed 1 and 2, and he's waiting for Brotherhood now, Yeah, which you can take today if you I like. Will. I will be doing that. I threw. I, I played one for about 15 minutes, got rid of that, and yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, obsessed with 2 now. I'm, like, 99% Ooh, through the game. I that's have like, insane, I've like, I have like 15 feathers and like three glyphs to find. Dude, think about that because there's no feathers map for No, two. don't. Like yes. Brotherhood had a feathers map and two did not. Mm-hmm. Brutal. So I'm just basically running through the entire game in Eagle Vision. That's Just like looking at the screen like this, trying to see like a little glimmer of something off in the distance. Honestly, though, still one of my favorite games, I think. Assassin's amazing. Creed. Absolutely and Brotherhood amazing. improved it, definitely. I think Brotherhood passes it, but it's like that series, that series is easily top, yeah, yeah. top five series. No, I agree. Yeah, that's why um, you know they said that the, the new announcement they're going to announce what the new game is going to be in May. Uh, that's the big announcement from uh, mm-hmm. Ubisoft. Um, Ubisoft Montreal, they're working on the next Assassin's Creed, and Ubisoft Toronto, the new studio that Jade Raymond is in charge of, uh, they're working on the new Splinter Cell. 
Right. So there. I never played Conviction. Oh, I really need to play so that. Good. I know. I know. I remember seeing the previews for that. I'm so getting all excited, good. and then I just kind of forgot. And I'd let you out. borrow it, but honestly, the multiplayer is phenomenal. Like you might need to just get that game. By so the game. Multiplayer. Yeah, I would do that, and also um, make a friend. And <laughs> like in IRL, IRL, yeah, IRL. Play through the single player campaign, and then the multiplayer campaign is a whole second campaign that and you play awesome. through co op, and it's just as good. So it's not, it's not better. It's it's just as it's easily just as good. It's close to better. It's I think really the multiplayer, good. the co op was fun as hell in that yeah. game, and they did the characters really well. That's the one where it was like very like film noir stuff, where like yeah. scenes would play out on the wall and whatnot. Well, like right? scenes play out on the wall, and then anytime you're stealth, everything's black and white, and then as you like come into light, like things become color, and it's just it was an awesome game. Very well done. Very well Absolutely. done. Absolutely. All right, uh, let's do some news. That sounded stupid. Let's do some news. News. <laughs> How's that? I'll just shout everything. You, should, you could play a Huey Lewis song introing into it. We could. But we'll and then you can have crickets, have to pay for the rights for that. Yeah, we can't really put that up. And the, and the news. I don't know if you've noticed, I've used pretty uh, rights-free music as That's far true. as this That's podcast true. has gone so far. Yeah. <laughs> so we're actually starting off with uh, the biggest news from, actually, it's probably Two a couple weeks, weeks old. It's yeah. a couple weeks old, but it's still uh, going to be topical pretty much forever. But it's the fact that uh, Guitar Hero franchise is no more. Done. It is absolutely done. So they stopped all it's development. Activision, right? Yeah, Activision uh, was actually uh, publishing. Uh, and it appears that the only Guitar Hero game that's going to are going to exist right now are going to be mobile games because they're still going to be making mobile games. Those are horrible. Which games. are fantastic. They're really bad. They're so bad. Here's the thing, like, Activision, what is it? Activision, EA, are those the two biggest publishers? Those are the two biggest, yeah. Activision seem like dicks. They do. They do not give things, they're just like, mm-hmm. and we're done, and we've cut your funding, and you're done. Like yeah. that, just like immediately. They don't fuck around. They they're do sort not. Of, um, they don't coddle their developers whatsoever. No. They'll close your studio down if you don't turn a profit. And it's sort of like... They, set, they basically set a profit point for Guitar Hero 17 or whatever. Yeah, how many games and have there been now? It didn't hit, and they were just like, okay, we're going to give you... We're going to try and sell off harmonics, right? No, that, that was uh, that was actually Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. They tried to sell Bizarre, and then Bizarre didn't turn a profit. No one wanted to buy them, so no they closed that studio it. down. They've been left and right just axing studios. Yeah. yeah. But absolutely. then they bring new ones on. Like, it's like... They just have kinda, and what happens is like a lot of those devs will go on to work in other studios, and so I mean a lot of them, of course, don't get to keep their jobs, which is really sad. It's but sad, man. I think that the problem was um, Activision saw a lot of money in the Guitar Hero franchise, and they really exploited the living shit out of it. And there were more sequels and variations and expansion packs to that than any other franchise really in, in gaming history. Right. That was yeah. always bizarre to me. Like, I always thought, like, okay, like, once they got it kind of right, they were all fun games, and, like, this this news actually brings a little tear to my eye, because there was a point where, uh, when I was living over in Tampa, we would, every Thursday night, a group of people would get together, and we'd have a packed house of, you know, guys from local bands, yeah. girls, shockingly playing video games, and there would be this big group of people, 15, 20, 25 people that would get together and wait around and play Guitar Hero. Yeah. And that was fun, but I was always, uh, I always thought that they should have, I understand why they did this, but instead of just keep subsequently releasing games, you know, stick with something that works and then do the rest through DLC and, you know, release, release, uh, they did release a ton of DLC, but once you've got Guitar Hero 2, what the hell is the point of Guitar Hero 3? 
you know, other well, than I mean, a little I think, bit different I think Rock Band took that to the next iteration. Rock Band was like, oh, we're going to now make a full band game. And then they're like, oh, now we're going to make an actual music game. Like, Rock Band 3 is, is kind of ludicrous in the fact that the keyboard and the guitar and the drums are all... You're basically really playing now mm-hmm. if you go into expert mode or pro mode or whatever. Except for the guitar with your four buttons. No, pro mode guitar is a guitar. <laughs> really? Yes. Insane. <laughs> and it costs as much as it costs. It's a, it's a Squire. It's a Fender Squire guitar. It's like, it's like $300 and it's a full-on guitar and then like... You have to play charts essentially. Like I mean, wow. you're set, like I looked at, it, I was like, that's not even fun anymore. It's like no. that's like a job that I'm not getting paid for. Expert yeah. expert mode on Guitar Hero was always like I always remembered like looking at that and thinking it was harder than playing the actual song on the guitar and trying to play through. It is half the time, yeah. Because then they're like all four finger buttons, <laughs> three fingers this, way. and I'm like, I, no one plays guitar like this. This is insane. You need yeah. a sixth finger to play some of those songs. Um, I mean, I kind of agree with Ryan though. Like I feel like it hit. Like where's it going? It can't. Rock Band can't get any harder, and Guitar Hero can't get any more like generically cartoonish. Uh-huh. So it's like, where are they going to go from That's this? That's the thing. Know? I just thought new music and like DLC packs yeah, and stuff yeah. could have kept it thriving. And like, why make? But why it will. Make, but the thing is, it will. Like, Rock Band's not going away, and Rock right. Band will will live off of DLC for the Absolutely. next you know three four years probably. And until... they, Rock Band did the right thing. They have Rock Band one, Rock Band yeah. two, Rock Band three. And that's all you fucking need. I don't think that can they do a four. I mean, it's eventually like they point. will. I think, um, but all four can do is just add more available people to play. You know, like like yeah, yeah, yeah. now you can have six vocalists and Absolutely. three guitarists and two drummers. Yeah, you know, theremin like, player. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, it's like we reported on the site a couple weeks ago when we we talked about this story. Um, looks like Guitar Hero had over twenty different versions, including um, including mobile games, and that was in like less than a six year time frame. Right, and um, that's not including all the the mini games. Like if you went to Toys R Us, they'd have like Guitar Hero, like a little you know watch game you could buy. There's probably this closer to thirty, so bad, and they're really bad. But um, so that's what they did. They really just kind of exploited that franchise to the point where no one even wanted to look at it. Yeah, like, I I bought the first Guitar Hero. I had it for like PS2. It was a lot of fun. Um, I got burnt out on it really quickly, and um, I never really got back into that franchise just because it never felt new and refreshing. Guitar, Guitar Hero for me though was like the game that my family would buy me because they didn't understand that I liked <laughs> rock band. You know, like they were like, "He likes music games, right? He, he plays, plays guitar." He plays guitar. The, name, so the word guitar. I'll get this one. It. It's got slash on the front of it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. and I play. They're all fun because they're kind of interchangeable to me, but yeah. But yeah, the great party games. I've never, I still have never to this day played any of those games by I, myself. I played a serious amount of Rock Band by, by yourself. Oh, drums, yeah. though, right? Drums, yeah, yeah, yeah drums, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's that sad bit of news. Yet another yeah. studio. Should we have a moment of silence right, here? Studio closing. No. Alright. Is this article going tomorrow? On a side note. No, Scott post. They're like, they're right like next like week, two days or something. No, they're like next week. I don't know why, but we might have to look at that. Sorry, Chris. Your article's coming. It's in the queue. We're just waiting. I'll, I'll look at it when it's posted. But we will give you the heads up. <clears throat> so, should we play taps or something for for, for harmonics? Sure. All right. Uh, no. No. <laughs> so uh, the guild. Yes, the guild. Uh, there's actually a lot of a lot of Felicia Day Guild news. Um, <laughs> I like that. that was a beautiful segue <laughs> to say, uh, for yeah, I didn't really know what that was. It was kind of Speaking weird. of rock band, you know what show rocked my 
So the guild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guild. So the guild's picked up for season five, backed again by Microsoft, uh, exclusive distribution rights on Xbox Live and over the web. Um, Yay. Guild season five is supposed to all be about the guild, mm-hmm. meaning the Knights of Good, their fake guild, actually going to their first convention together. And they're, uh, they're going to shoot at Comic Con. They're going to shoot um, at smaller conventions because yeah. if they did at Comic Con, they would get swarmed. But yeah. they're going to shoot uh, some stuff at smaller conventions. But it's supposed to be a gaming convention for their fictitious RPG that they all play. Uh, the MMO that they all play actually doesn't exist. It's, right. it's like just like Warcraft, wow. but it's not Warcraft. Um, so they're all going to be going to that convention, and supposedly uh, their rivals, the Axis of Anarchy, show up again. Um, it hasn't started shooting yet. Just got picked up. Um, so we're pretty excited. It's about crazy it. that now they kind of rely on getting picked up to do another season because before it was just like, yeah, okay, we've got some funding, let's do it. You know, because yeah. like, it was such a minimal budget thing. It's nuts to think that like, not I don't even if Microsoft denied them, I'm sure they would still do season five somehow. You know, like yeah. But it's just it's crazy that they've grown to the point where now they're getting picked up for seasons, exclusive things yeah. on Xbox, and never seen an episode. You don't watch it. it I haven't honestly, seen it. Like, no, I've heard you guys talk about it. I haven't seen it. It's it's honestly fun. You know, like I don't play WoW. I played it for a little bit, but the jokes are so not only in the, the first season. The jokes were pretty heavily like. Gamer jokes. Gamer jokes. Yeah. And then as it kind of grew and then two, three, four, yeah. It's written more just as like a, a comedy now. And it's it's funny. It's good. She She's a good writer, you know? She is. Um, speaking of her writing, uh, a weird... Look at that segue. No us involved there. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. We're, we're, we're getting good at this. You ruined my fucking segue. Ah, damn it. So speaking of good writing, um, so what ended up happening is Felicia Day got approached by Bioware. And the weird thing is, is okay, over the summer... At Comic-Con, I was uh, in line, because, you know, no press passes or anything fun. Right. Like that so I'm in line to play Dragon Age 2, and I waited probably close to an hour. I did not get in that line. Oh, really? Well, it was, it was good. It was, um, they had it out in a, in a hotel that was actually outside of the convention center. You got to wait outside. It was right by the Scott Pilgrim Pavilion, so we got to see, like, yep. Jason, Jason Schwartzman. I went to I actually like, stood in line for the Dead Space one, but oh, I really? in line for Dragon Age. So, as uh, Christine and I are in line waiting to play Dragon Age 2 we're actually talking to a bunch of the developers who are all really cool uh, Felicia Day walks right past us and um, talks to the developers for a second and then just is kind of ushered inside the Dragon Age 2 pavilion and I'm like okay that's pretty cool that she I didn't know at that point that she even liked the game or yeah. whatever I thought that might actually be a little too nerdy for her because I was like Dragon Age is a pretty like hardcore yeah, yeah. RPG it's not like a Final Fantasy game it's like really like almost old school D&D style so, um, she got ushered in there, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, Felicia Day likes Dragon Age. Well, the news the other day is that drag, uh, that Bioware, who obviously publishes, or not publishes, but uh, who produces Dragon Age, actually approached her to create a brand new web series that she would be completely in charge of, and she would write, uh, she would write the web series, and she would help uh, gather the production staff for it and actually shoot it. To coincide with the release of Dragon Age 2. Right. So, um, for what we know, uh, she's going to be releasing this really soon. She's actually just on Jimmy Fallon's show. Um, <laughs> Brian's going to vomit. No, just cough. Uh, okay. uh, she was just on Jimmy Fallon's show last night. Yeah, I actually so, did not get to watch that yet. 
I did. I was going to watch it tonight. There was probably, well, her interview is like five minutes long. In the, she's the, what, second guest? Uh, might be the third guest. Oh, really? Yeah, she's near the end. And, um... Oh, hold on. Pause. They're both asleep on the couch out there. You're watching I was like, oh, sorry for waking you up. I came out to cough. That is what they do. Of course. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. The novelty of us doing podcasts here wore off within one podcast. It was like, oh, we're going to hang out. We're going to watch their podcast. And like one podcast later was like, I am fucking. No longer podcasting. Yeah. Very true. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So uh, she was on Fallon. They premiered the trailer, and it was not. It was more like a teaser. It was probably like honestly. The production 20, shots look pretty cool. Yeah, it was like twenty seconds long. Uh, she's got a really her DPs the DP from Lost. Um, really good stunt team. She did of photography, right? Double <laughs> her double <laughs> penetration. <laughs> she's got a really good DP team. <laughs> I was going to pretend that my look was about lost and not about him saying DP. Yes. I tried to ice over that one. Uh, and she also, um, I, I just saw today, that she when she was in uh, Canada shooting Eureka, yeah. um, she drove by oh, a, uh, a weapons training school. I guess they just have those in Canada, like on the side of the that road. It's Canada. Yeah, it's Canada. So she went and she actually talked to the weapons training school and they taught her knife fighting for two months oh, wow. while she was up there shooting Eureka. So she actually trained... Uh, with dual dagger knife style fighting. Wow. And so she's actually, by the time she shot this, she was actually trained in, in knife fights. And now she can actually kill the uh, people that try to swarm her at cons now. Yes, she could probably kill, <laughs> kill us because we are those people that swarm her at cons. So that's cool. Um, it's like a marriage of two things that I really love. Yeah, I'm yeah. a big Dragon Age fan, I'm a big Guild fan, so it's kind of like... One and she co-wrote it with with um, her writing team from the Guild, from what I saw, right? Yeah, uh, I think... Actually, it seems like she brought pretty much everyone from the Guild, with the exception of, you know, the director of photography, and... Yeah, she brought it looks, it looks like probably what happened was EA was like, oh, we're gonna get, you know, these bigger names to do these technical things, and we're gonna give you the right to the creative license, sort of, for mm-hmm. it. It's so, good, it's cool. so I, I hope it works out, and I hope, you know... I know They, they haven't mean, announced any platform yet, right? Like, they, they didn't say where it's coming out or anything... I'm assuming um, that it's going to probably be an Xbox Live thing. What if PlayStation? Or no, it's not on PlayStation, is it? Uh, Dragon Age. Dragon Age is. It is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. So, yeah. So that's good stuff to look forward to. Now the next bit of news that I have no idea what it means. WB7 Hearts Nokia Star. What is that? No, you put the star, I didn't asshole. Put that star? Yes, you did. Maybe that I, star does look like an. I'm you wrote, you wrote star, have. and then you went, "What the fuck does this even mean?" Oh, I did write the "What the fuck does this mean?" You're an old man. WC Just fuck. admit it. You're old. You don't know what's going on anymore, do you? That is true. He thought he's like he was confused because three isn't greater than seven. <laughs> <laughs> A joke that you get if you look at your notes. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's been so. Uh, Man, what has gone on? The Mobile World Conference went on. The, uh... Shit. There's been a slew of conferences that have happened between our last podcast and this one. Including DICE, which we don't really have too much news about. Although, uh... If you are interested in DICE, G4's done, like, phenomenal coverage of DICE this year. Mm -hmm. It has a ton of stuff up about it. Um, and the latest feedback was about DICE, and it was really good. You watched that? Yeah, yeah. It was good. Are you sure you want to talk about a competitor on the air? I don't... I don't... Think, uh, don't think we compete with them. No, we're, more like, <laughs> we're sort of a wart on the balls of feedback. Not really actual competition. I don't think they really know who we are at all. No, yeah. I mean, they're our friends, like hey. I says, but... Yeah, they're our friends, but... 
Um, so uh, one of the biggest things is that this it was called. Um, oh shit! I gotta look it up. Let's pause. It was called the. You saw this news when Nokia released the press or the internal notes. Oh, was it like a WikiLeak of their notes? No, Nokia. Hold on, we're holding. This is gonna. Get, this will be deleted. So this is when you need me and my DJ set up. Lightsaber sound effect. There we go. I got it. Okay. So Nokia released. <laughs> yes, Plan B. Nokia released uh, what was called the Burning Platform Memo, and it went out to their whole staff. And it's basically the new guy who came from Windows to Nokia, who's running the company now, released this memo that was like, look, we're fucked. Like, we're getting destroyed by Apple. Android's growing faster than we could possibly have imagined. Uh, And then even Windows Phone is, like, starting to come out now. And Nokia is slowly falling out of, like, anyone's view. They used to be... They used to be... They used to be... King shit. They were king shit, and they pretty much still kind of are, like... World, if you count the worldwide market, Nokia is still, I think, like number two or number one of phone sales overall. But their smartphones have been just kind of fucked. Like, no one's buying them anymore. They've got two different platforms, no one anybody cares about. What do they even have? They had Migo and they had Symbian. Symbian was the one they had for a long time. Migo's the new one that was supposed to be easier to develop for and all this other bullshit. And, like, it basically just flopped. And they've given it no time to grow. Well, this memo came out, and then I think no less than two days later, uh, CEO of Nokia is on stage and announces that they are going with Windows Phone 7. And they are going to be the phone producer, and they're going to work alongside Windows Phone 7 for the software and the OS to make essentially more Windows Phone 7 phones. Hmm. And then Steve Ballmer got on after that, looked like a fucking caveman who was melting. <laughs> Caveman who was melting. That's what he looks like. That is one of the most brilliant. He he honestly reminds me of Dick Cheney, like more than anything else. And he just basically gets on and he looks more like the penguin than Dick Cheney. He does actually, yeah. And he basically just gets on. He's like, Windows Phone Seven, fuck everybody, and then like puts the microphone down and walks off. Like he is just. Did you just read the transcription of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly. I'm pretty sure it is what he said. Uh, So it's it's interesting. It's an interesting move, um, and honestly. I don't know that Windows Phone 7 would have lasted a super long time without a partner like this. I think Nokia oh. could Nokia could potentially strong-arm them into the market with Android and Windows. Because Android is essentially like a virus. It's just like, fucking everyone makes an Android phone. They're all over the freaking place. Like, Verizon has 12 of them. T-Mobile has 7 of I them. I think Verizon's Sprint even... has 15 of them. That, you know, like, they're just ridiculous. Verizon basically said as much as they're not going to pick... They were... There was maybe plans to pick up the Windows 7. They said they're not. And they just basically... They're like, we're happy. Whatever. Yeah. Like, they've got the, the iPhones over there now. Yeah. And they've got their Androids. And then the iPhone's just a beast. It's, like, unstoppable. You know, people just keep buying it. And, and I think this is probably the only way that this Windows Phone 7 would last. I'd know? like to see that happen since I early since adopted it. Early adopted it the week it came out. I mean, it's a slick phone, like, and I think also uh, Nokia did say that they're that they're not just like vanilla installing Windows Phone Seven onto their yeah. hardware; that they're going to actually like work on customizing the OS and making it like a good, smooth process for for themselves. Here, here's my my whole thing on cell phones. Uh, I am by no means an Apple fanboy. As a matter of fact, I growing up, I was the biggest PC snob. I fucking would never touch a Mac to save right. my life growing up because I was like one of those nerds that built my own computer and like would put it all together piece by piece. I'm not like that anymore because I just don't care enough anymore. But um, I 
I've had a variety of phones, and I got the iPhone a couple years ago. And the thing that just makes it such a great phone, and the reason why it's obliterating pretty much everything, and Android's doing pretty well, but the reason why it's obliterating it's so fucking easy to use, and I don't have to worry about it crashing. It's battery life. It lasts me all day, every day. I stream well, a video let on me, it. Let me say Looking like a true Mac fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's so easy to use and doesn't it crash. Is. Here's the reality, though. You want to know why it's so massive? Is because Apple is the most brilliant marketing group I've ever seen in my life. Is it marketing or is it tech, though? Dude, the phone doesn't make phone calls if you go to a major city. Like, it dies immediately. If you, I, don't, I don't make If you go to New York, if you go to New York or you go to San Francisco, yeah. like, the reason people are flooding out of AT&T in San Francisco is yeah. nobody can hold a phone call yeah, yeah. for more than a minute. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. So like the phone is not, it's not, in Android, it, platforms being equal, Windows Phone 7 is phenomenal. It's very easy to use. Android has gotten, Android version 1, I will give you, was kind of like very uh, nerdish and engineering, you mm-hmm. know, which is pretty much everything Google does. It's like the originally. Linux of cell phone OSs right but now. But now, and especially with like HTC Sense, yeah, yeah, it's such a better platform than it used to be, and it's super easy to use. Has tons of apps and all that kind of stuff. the the real The reality is that you can go to my mom and say, "Hey, is the iPhone a good phone?" And my mom would tell you, "Yes." She has no fucking clue. It's just that Apple brands and markets so well. Mm-hmm. Like my mom was convinced she needed a MacBook mm-hmm. for like ever, and I was kind of fine with it because they are pretty easy to use. But they're like three times the cost. I mean, right. it's insane how much more they cost. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think the, I think the iPhone has managed to dominate because Apple. I mean, uh, AT and T subsidized it so well. And they, they got AT&T in there brought early. it down to a two hundred dollar phone, made it reasonable to buy. Mm. Like, because that phone. I mean, you remember? Well, I don't know if you remember when it first came out. When the iPhone two G came out or whatever, the very first one, it was something like six hundred and fifty dollars yeah. through Apple, absolutely unsubsidized. It was a, like Yeesh. almost a seven hundred dollar phone, yeah, and everybody was like, "I'm not buying that." that. Yeah, and Mark, then AT&T, Mark got one, and he well, paid yeah. that much. Yeah, he's crazy. And then AT and T came in and was like, "Oh, we'll we'll pay four hundred dollars of your cost, and we'll just sell it for two or three hundred dollars." Yeah, I mean, it, it is a good phone. There's no arguing that. I just I don't know that it's that much better than Android or Windows. They got on there early and they blew it out, just like the uh, just like the iPod. You know, oh, you yeah. say MP3 player now. It's just everybody thinks iPod, iPod. is not even any other consideration. Yeah. No and, diamond. And, and Rio. it's not that iPods are bad. They are easy to use, but I don't know that they're not better than any of the other platforms. They're just. Apple is just, they're fucking brilliant at marketing. Well, they act like everything that they do is God's gift to whatever form of technology yeah, they're putting out. But it works. And then everybody believes it. But it works every time. <laughs> See, the thing is, I don't know if I, um, I've i ever been like a, a victim of their marketing. Because I really, I don't... They make good products, so there are no victims. That's what I'm saying. The only victims are that you don't open your eyes to maybe well, to other yeah. alternatives. Like, I've but, never watched an Apple press conference. Sure, sure, sure. I don't... Really but at the attention. time when you got yours, which is the 3G, yeah, it's the, 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 when you got the 3G, there were no viable alternatives right, right. on AT&T. Yeah. It was like, if you want a smartphone and you're on AT&T, you're, you're, getting, you're getting an iPhone. Yep. And you would have been dumb not to. You would have been dumb to try to get like whatever the Nokia phone that was out at the time because yeah. you would have been left behind in a minute. Yeah. But like that's all there was then. You know, I mean, it, it's kind of just like... You pick your platform even were... two years ago, you know. I, I feel know, like it's it, ancient history. It, it's not. And it I was mean, iPhones only been around for what four months? years? Oh, yeah, was it four years now? No, sure. Yeah, about four years. Android's only been around two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like those phones spread, and Google's gotten a lot better at marketing, um, but they're still not quite Apple. Apple is just the iPad, dude. When the iPad came out, it was like it was as if if I didn't own an iPad, I had become the dumbest human being on the planet. 
And it sold. I mean, they just fucking sold gangbusters. Yeah, probably a lot of... Uh, and I'm telling you now, I had one for three months. It is the most pointless device yeah, I've ever heard in my lot. life. It's like it a big ass... People are putting place. drinks on them right now and not useless. stain their glass it sat, tables. It, yeah. sat, it sat on my couch, because our couch was like up against the corner. It sat back in the corner of the couch and just died over and over again. And then every once in a while, I'd be sitting on the couch and I didn't want to go get my laptop. And I'd plug it in, use it for ten minutes, put it back, and then it would die again. And I would never touch it again. Like, it just... I, it has no use, but Apple marketed that thing yeah. brilliantly. Like, like it, was it was like, the, well, I mean, I think, you needed okay. it. I think the use is you can use it as an e-reader. You can use it for apps. It's basically like a gigantic not, fucking cell phone, right? Sure, yeah. but it has no like. There's no real world yeah, application. You own oh, fuck our feed went. There's no real world application to it. We should be back if you refresh. Yeah, we're back. Um iPad. So anyway, Kevin, Kevin, and Kevin uh, Bitfrost in the chat room just said that Marianne, his wife, uses her iPad like a thousand percent more than the PC or the notebook, and I would totally agree with that. But I don't think it's that's because it's useful. <laughs> I think it's just because it's probably easier to have that sitting in the living room, which I completely then open agree up with, a laptop than a laptop or a computer. But it's if you or I are doing something in the living room, we're probably going to want a keyboard. Yeah, or we're I mean, want, you know, I'd it's do like, more. For our purposes, we yeah. wouldn't just pull out the well, screen. Like, and, and part of the thing was like, oh, editing documents. And I didn't like reading on it at night, first of all. The LCD was too bright. And even when I dimmed it, it's still just, I didn't like it staring at my face. And then like, uh, I didn't like editing things. I don't like typing on it. I really didn't like typing probably on it. awesome for porn in the bathroom. Much more lightweight than a laptop. Mm-hmm. Bigger than a phone. Probably screen. doesn't get hot like I gotta hold this right? thing really close to my face. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't build like a head mount. You wanna see it? Oh. <laughs> a fucking phone head mount, you just like put it right on it VR. I'm just trying to think of things I would use it for. Yeah, I mean it's good it's a cool thing. I just I don't know. We're getting on a total tangent. It it just is not necessarily what I would say is awesome. So, it's good. It's, it's <laughs> wait, wait. How and did I we guess get to this? Were we talking? We're about talking about Windows. Windows Phone. Phone. Nokia. Yeah, Nokia. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ash said he was an Apple fanboy when the room ignited. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, I think they're all good products. I guess is what I'm ending for. Windows Phone Seven's a good product. I think Android's a good product. Close. iPhone is a good product. It just you know you pick your poison and move. I'm it. I'm so. I'm just happy to see Nokia partner with them to to like. It'll prolong the life yes. of the Windows Phone a little bit because. This thing has its problems, and like even like they were supposed to just release an update. I think they were supposed to say something about the at the WDC or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were supposed WDC. to release an update that got pushed back. Now that's coming at the end of yeah. February, so I'd like to see. And I remember when it was first coming out, I saw um, some footage of like a Sense UI on top of this mm-hmm. that I've never seen. That I don't. Think well, HTC said they were going to do it, and then apparently just well, you won't get the Sense UI because you don't have an HTC. Right, right, right. right. But, but I was I was looking into getting an HTC for that. Yeah. I ended up siding with the Samsung one, but like I haven't seen the I'll HTC stuff. Kind of annoyed me sometimes when I had it. But, but like they're, they're, they got it's it's uh, it, the the phone is underwhelming and you know you look at a map you look at an iPhone and it's pretty there's all these icons yeah, yeah. and all this stuff this thing is like you got a handful but of it's buttons. brand new you know? right, I mean, it right just right. takes time for that stuff to to happen so moving on I just wanted to touch on this I, I hate to I hate to bag on another website but it just it was hilarious to me how much the web ignited over this one oh yeah yeah but uh, well, Gawker see, yeah go ahead Gawker 
did a site uh, a site wide redesign network wide yeah network wide so it was Gawker it was uh, Kotaku it was io9 it was Lifehacker it was Gizmodo which is easily their biggest site yeah uh, all of them redesigned this weird like just completely weird layout of like two panel layout it is. It's, it's very baffling. ugly. It's it, ugly. It is... Okay, here's the deal. If it were just ugly, that's one thing. It is fucking difficult to know what is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't read shit. It's like all of a well, sudden, like, a crazy person was just like... Wah, 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 wah. Like, like, <laughs> and like, then the fucking webpage is Ryan and I looked at it, and I said something to him, and then another kid that I work with, James, looked at it, who's like a huge Gizmodo fan, and I was like, I'm not... I'm not crazy, right? It's it's pretty hideous, right? Because I thought like maybe I was just being like a pecky, picky web nerd, like yeah. oh, they redesigned the stupid, you know. Yeah. Like, you guys are web designers. Let's right. let's say that. I mean that that. Oh know. my god, it's so bad. Yeah. It's like well, it's like they found the cool mechanic of like we got the scroll wheel to scroll this middle part and not the other side, and then gave up on the design aspect <laughs> of it. Like like here's some words on a page that you can scroll. Not to mention you can't. Well, the scroll, scroll wheel scrolls whatever. Scroll. If you don't have a scroll wheel on your mouse, yeah, you, can't you can't scroll, scroll the right column at all. Well, so here's if there's something you want to see. Here's at what the bottom, I thought. I, was, I took one look at it and I was like, oh, they're de- they're designing for tablets. Like it right. looks like an. That's iPad. what it looks like. It loads the mobile view on the iPad. That's what it. Done. Yeah, no, that's what baffled me. <laughs> I was talking to James about it. He has an iPad, and he was like, oh, it loads the mobile view. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's just like a table layout. It looks layout. like it's designed He's like, it's for... just a table layout. And he's like, actually, I like it better. It's way easier to use, because it's just a list of articles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, the go- all the Gawker sites have just and I was a list like, of articles. And I was titles. like, wait, why did they do this design then? It doesn't even make... Because it looks like it's meant it for It looks touch. like it's for an iPad. It looks like they made every- they like stripped out the design, made the text really big, which, of course, like when you're on a PC, with and what you can do with the web, yes, it looks ugly. Totally broken. Search yes. doesn't work at all. Like, search is just gone. Yeah, uh, just completely hacked, and, and it's sad because like I check a lot of those sites almost daily, and now I, I actually find it. Uh, and I'm not like like I said, I would like Kotaku is a fucking great source for gaming news. Yeah, I like I read them I, constantly. I hate to bag on them, but I lose so many articles a day simply because they vanish. Yeah, um, you know, right now it's literally just a bolded line yeah. that is their article. <laughs> there is a fucking single bolded line. that's like. Game and you're like, what the fuck is game? I'm not clicking that. I feel like uh, and gadget and joystick should write them a letter and just be like, thanks. Yeah, right. I, I can't imagine the traffic that just got pushed from Gizmodo and joystick over to or Kotaku yeah. over to joystick and gadget because yeah. it's like I don't go to Gizmodo ever. Now. Maybe that's I used why to our traffic went up. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, your redesign coincides with their redesign. redesign. Well, see, that's what I think happened. I think we redesigned and they they looked at ours and they, they were like, oh no 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 no. Yeah. They, they yes. redesigned immediately yes. uh, to then, match our this, slightly less, our slightly minimalist website. Design. Hey, <laughs> that's saying something. They're getting paid for their shit. Look, your site's only broken if you bring it up in any browser on any computer. <laughs> oh. oh man. So yeah, I didn't. I don't want to back up too long. I just no. It was, it's it was bad. It's bad. It was funnier to me though how pissed everybody got. Like it was like everybody just immediately was like, "Oh, you ruined my website experience," and just got angry and. Man, I just can't imagine running a site that size and being like, we really need to refresh our design. It's from 1984. <laughs> the poor guy. And then they refresh it, and everyone's like, fuck you! And 
and they're like, oh god, uh, can we put it back? No? Yeah, we deleted everything? Oh, the fuck, head, we're fucked. Like, just the head gone. designer on that project just hung himself. Yeah. Oh, god. I mean, you, if you were reading their sites at all, they had pages and pages of like, Hate. just just bear with it for a while, guys. You'll get used to it. And the community's like, <laughs> I want to burn your children. I was reading something that said that for like every article... Every article, like, Kotaku would post... Or maybe you told me about this, but, like, Kotaku would post something and they'd be like, you know, this game's rad. And somebody would be like, yeah, that game is rad. Your fucking website blows. <laughs> like, <laughs> every comment was like, I'll, I'll comment about this article because I agree. Yeah. Please change your fucking website yeah. back. It's horrible. It's, it's kind of funny because these sites are content providers, so at the end of the day, like, the quality of the website should be judged by the quality yeah, of the articles. Yeah, but, not, but, like, nah, to, to have a reaction not. from people that big... Apparently not. No, lay, they all look the same. Matters. Man. Matters. So, yeah, so that, that was that. There was some poor guy selling that design to the executives <laughs> at Gawker, like, no, I really think this is going to... Convincing them why it was the best way to go. Speaking of selling things, Ryan... Uh-oh. Oh! The Sony NGP, which is the new PSP, yeah. and possibly the worst naming de- convention yeah. ever for a portable device, yeah. which was I think it? is its next generation portable. I don't oh. think that's going to be its official name. This is its place. Then why are they talking about it yet? They, yeah, they, Fucking make a name they, first. Yeah, they, that's what Sony be like does. if we launched this website, we were like, you should go to the website that we built.com. That's a placeholder until we figure out a yeah. good name for it. You know, they don't like, have an official name. Figure out your name. Yeah. Anyways, they... they... <laughs> I haven't even heard of this thing, actually. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. This thing is... Honestly, and I'm not a huge portable guy, but this thing sounds just insane. Yeah. It's, it's dual screen, right? Sc- touch screen on the back. Touch screen on the front. Free. <laughs> uh, dual analog controllers. Wi-Fi. Uh, Blu-ray. Or Blu-ray. Bluetooth. Blue, blue um, like... These crazy technologies where they're talking about being able to play each other, you know, games over over a network of just like sitting next to a guy with an NGP and just insane system. I mean, the, on, and the screen is a uh, is like fucking crazy high def, uh, like like the iPhone screen, the new iPhone screen, essentially like the right Redmi Display. Yeah. Yeah. So like just insane technology behind it, and they finally released a price, or Did they? well, a price leaked on GameStop that okay. everybody thinks is going to be the price. Uh, right. Can we guess? Nine. Wait, should we get? Wait. Oh, I heard you. Yeah. I was gonna. We guessed last we podcast. Guess. Yeah, we guessed last podcast. Um, we guessed right because we said two ninety nine. I don't so. know if it's a. Fi- I mean, it's not official. I it, I mean, it, I'm pretty sure it's gonna probably gonna be official. official. It's gonna compete with the uh, the DSi. The DSi. The DSi. The three D. I'm the three DS. Well, three DS is two forty nine though. Oh, okay. Right. So it's more than the thing that gives you three D without glasses. But this thing's te- technology, like technologically, they are probably on par with each other. Just one goes 3D and the other goes like crazy high def. Yeah. Mm. Pretty much the saying it's going to be on par with the PlayStation 3 graphics. Yeah. And what they're doing Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What they're doing that's kind of crazy is uh, PlayStation's releasing a new cloud save system. So you're going to be able to play a game on your portable system, save it, then pick up your PS3 at home and continue that save, same 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 save game at home yeah. without so any delay. Keep playing Soul Calibur while I go to the bathroom. Yes. 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 That's whenever I hear portable, that's all I think about. Like can how good is this gonna be for solitaire or poker in the bathroom? It is big. It's still the size of a PSP, like old first generation PSP. Yeah. Um, it's still a big device, but two ninety nine's 
So that's, that's, that's basically we, we, a PS3, isn't it? That's an yeah, Xbox or PS3. We talked about this a lot on, on other podcasts, but I think the reason why we I don't the reason the yeah the, the the reason we came up with why these portable systems are so incredibly popular is just because of how different life is overseas, especially in Asia. Well, yeah, yeah especially they're, they're, they're Japan. enormous in Japan. They yeah, are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, the portable yeah. systems sell like you know three to one what the, the consoles sell, just because you have to. You know, well, I mean, but I think that the thing is, though, that in America, like the in America, the good country, the DSI or the DS or the D, DS XL or whichever version you want to look at, um, are all like hundred hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, and that's mom and dad going like, sure. I'll, I mean, I had a Game Boy when I was growing up because it was like eighty bucks, and they were like, yes. yeah, here's your eighty dollar Game Boy. I don't, you break you got, it. Your parents got that for you? I had yeah. to save a jar of change. Did you really? Until I got eighty dollars in change. I, got, I was a spoiled, I spoiled it, rotten kid. And I bought Home Alone too. Good. Carry okay. on. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was a good I game for Game Boy. Ninja Turtles. I didn't know that. I, I stole a kid's Game Boy at the airport. You are. A You're jerk. a jerk. Ha. Ha. Jerk. Um. But I think like it's gonna be a hard sell, man. I think the 3DS is gonna be an especially hard sell, and I think the PS. Because PlayStation is gonna be a hard sell. Yeah, I think it's gonna sell like an MF. I think it'll sell you, me, and people with their own income as an MF. But mom and dads are not gonna go out and go like, yeah, I'll get you another Game Boy for a hundred dollars more than the one I just bought. Like it's a 3D. They're not gonna give two. All right, go to bed. You got soccer. Yeah, like my parents would have been like, yeah, okay, you have a Game Boy, (laughs) and I'd be like. No, this Game Boy is in 3D, and it's better. And they're like, I don't care. You have a Game Boy. I'm gonna hold my breath till I get in 3D. Yeah, they'd be like, you're dead. Yep, that's fine. Well, Bye. 300 bucks. I don't have to spend. So, but the, Sony, Sony does. They did that. Like, I mean, PS3 when it first came out, wasn't it like eight thousand dollars? It'll drop in price. Yeah, I think it'll drop down to two fifty within the within a year. You People drop will pay. Yeah, I just don't think their their whole like, if you build an amazing machine, people will pay more money theory doesn't hold when a country's in a massive recession and, you know... That's true. It just isn't... It's, I just don't see it happening. It's And it's a game... And PS, and the thing between the 3DS and the NGP is that I think Sony gets those hardcore gamers and they'll sell... They're no, they know they're selling it to the hardcore gamers and they can probably get away with 299 250 for a while. Mm-hmm. But I think the 3DS, on the other hand, you know, while hardcore gamers may be into it, that's not Nintendo's core, right? Especially right now. That's not even close to the sure. score. Scott's going to buy one. Well, Scott, yeah. Might. I mean, he's rich, though. He's in the three week vacation. Yeah, there's potential for a really good segue coming up, too. About the next Sony device? Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> so. Speaking of portable devices made by Sony, Sony also released a bunch of details about the Sony Play. Or the Sony Xperia Play, which is their new phone. They game. need to hire someone to come up with a fucking name. <laughs> okay, this is this is what I picture. I picture a fat four hundred pound Asian covered with like fucking soy sauce with glasses wow. on. So no, this is and, that took and, a weird turn. Yes, and then he's like, <laughs> yes, I, I have I have an idea for a game system. This is me not doing anything. I have an idea for a game system. I call it. Sony Xperia Play, and then the boss is like, sounds great, that's what we're doing. <laughs> it's the true gameplay experience. Oh, we're not even in the bad Sony names yet, we're getting to the bad Sony yeah. names. Like, I just, oh my god. It, well, oh, it's, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting concept, though, because it's an Android phone, again. Sony is linked in with Android. And this one, it slides out. It's got two uh, nubs with like little markers on them. I don't—they're not analog or anything. I think they're just—they're uh, control sticks essentially. 
you know, a couple buttons on it. Um, looks pretty slick. It actually isn't as big as I expected it to be. It's a little smaller, a little thinner. And they're building their own gaming platform on Android. And they're releasing old PlayStation 1 games on it. Mm. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's Which cool. will look brilliant on a 4-inch screen. Well, they probably will. I mean, I pretty much played on a 4-inch screen Hawk when I was playing PlayStation uh, 1. Uh, I don't know. Sony. So you're not so wait, do you game on your iPhone? Uh not really. You don't? Not really. I really don't. Um I do maybe if I'm on like a plane or something like that, but I don't really uh, I'm kinda of disillusioned with portable systems right now. I, I still have a PSP. Mm-hmm. Um last game I got was Valkyria Chronicles. Man, I thought you would game on your phone. I was convinced that you gamed on your iPhone. I don't. I really You don't, don't. play what is that, Sword of Foreverness or whatever that game's called? Uh it's only for the, the three G S and above. Uh, so I don't have um the right tech to play that, but um yeah, I don't really game on my iPhone. Huh. I, I've never played Angry Birds. I've never played What? Never played Words with Friends. Well yeah, I know you don't play the word I've games. never played You actually Plants vs. Zombies. You were actually anti word game. Oh, absolutely! Not only do you not play it, you hate it. It's just because it's like being anti-heroin. My wife is like staring at it in bed, like with a crossed eye in the middle of the night. I think being anti-words is a little different than being (laughs) (laughs) anti-heroin. Just saying, just saying, just saying, everybody. All right. So, moving on to bad Sony names. Oh, yes. This is just Sony news. Okay, hour. But while he mentions the name, picture my, my Asian man covered with soy sauce. Why has he got to be covered in soy sauce? He's naked. So, He's naked. He's naked. So, He's in a diaper. Completely shiny. So, Sony is also released, has also announced today a new uh, multimedia platform. Okay. Uh, mainly for music. They're going to have the entire music uh, thing on there, <laughs> and I'm going to say the name. You should spell it first. I'm going to say it first, and then I'll spell it. Mm. Uh, it, it's it's called it's called Sony Music Curiosity. No. Sorry, Curiosity. There Sorry. we go. Curiosity. It's spelled Sony Music. The letter Q. <laughs> Reosity. <laughs> curiosity. So you have to say. Curiosity. I, right when I saw this, it made me think of if anybody's seen the movie. Um, oh shit, the wonders. What the, the hell's the name? The Oneaters. The Oneaters. Uh, that O-Neaters. was literally what I thought of. Wonder what happened to the Oneaters? It was like, and next on stage, the Oneaters, and they're like wonders, and he's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the worst fucking name. Curiosity. Cre- it looks like when I saw it, it was like Creosity. Yeah, you Creosity. Curiosity. Almost as bad as Superior Play. But and, essentially, and uh, they are tired of Apple. Shockingly, <laughs> owning everything, and uh, they are making this uh, pay a pass kind of thing. Get all the music you want, and mo- I think movies are planned. It's Zoom, essentially. It's Zoom, but Sony's but Sony's behind it, so people will buy. It. People will buy, it. <laughs> and that's how it works. Yeah. Microsoft <laughs> makes a platform that's actually pretty <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, no one buys it, literally. And we can mention as a side note here, it came out rumored that the Zoom platform may die at some point. That would be heartbroken. But what it looks like they're saying is that essentially they're going to pull the branding off of it and just put everything into that and just say like, no, this is the Windows media experience. You know, like it's, it's just not going to be called Zoom, but it's still going to exist. I wonder if they'll have a name as sweet as Curiosity. Curiosity. So they're, they're, uh, 
they're uh, trying to to sell this new music platform. I am all for subscription services stuff now. Like I, I was like saying it. that since before. Like, I, like when, it. When I didn't like it. Napster before. did it originally. Where so, yeah, one of the they were one of the Rhapsody. first. The, yeah, where it was like fifteen bucks a month, stream whatever you want, and you keep it as long as you pay that fifteen bucks a month. That is awesome. I'm. I actually didn't think I would like it, and now that I've used it, I'm like, I don't even know why I own half these fucking records. I listened to the thing for a month, and now then you never go more. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I get, it. I get easily, and this isn't specifically talking about Sony's thing, but on the Zoom thing, I get three or four albums a day, just boom, 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 because oh, yeah. they're free. And then uh, you know, not to get sidetracked, but this is actually a really good point. Kevin brings it up in the chat room that Apple is now. Uh, basically fucking Amazon, I would say more than than anybody else, by saying that they want a cut of everything that goes through the iPhone or the iPad. Like, so, if you purchase from Amazon via that device? Uh, kind of. So if you go into, like, Kindle app on your iPad and you want to buy a book, what it does right now is it sends you to an Amazon website where you buy the book and then it loads into your Kindle. Apple's now saying uh, you can't do that anymore. You have to load it through the Kindle app, and they want 30%. They want 30%. Oh, because they're hurting. <clears throat> so no more no more moving to the websites outside. They have to sell everything inside. Uh, they completely shut somebody down. Um, because I can't remember who it was. They completely shut somebody down because they did go. They were going outside. It wasn't. Help me out, Kevin, if you remember. It wasn't Amazon. It was um, another big player. Uh, shit, I don't remember. But they they cut. They literally shut the app down until they fixed it and then brought it back on. And Apple made an announcement that said. Every purchase that goes through our iPhone or our iPad but even has to go through Apple and we get a cut. And through, like, you can't, like, what about a mobile website viewing? Like, uh, No, I mean, they're not saying, like, if you're literally only, it's through app, any so in-app it's purchase, app, any app still, purchase that you're making. That's pretty massive, dude. I mean, yeah, like, that's, that's the entire Kindle. That means now that Amazon's not only getting a cut, but now Apple's going to get a cut out of what Amazon's no, getting a cut out of. It's just going to get more expensive. It's insane. That's not that I read them. Crazy, crazy. So Apple's fucking everybody. Yeah, yeah. So curiosity. Speaking of fucking everybody, oh. Criterion Collection. Look at this newsreel we've got. This is insane. Yeah. This is number nine. Number nine. Criterion. Um, well, for those that don't know, is a is a collector's edition of DVDs. Essentially, they they put out pretty much the best possible version you can buy of a movie with tons of additional content and just. High quality, everything's amazing about it. They're really honestly worth owning if you if you see Very stylish packaging. I think they do Blu-ray now too, right? Yeah. Criterion Blu-rays. Typically good movies. Yeah, typically like the best of the best movies. You know, tons of extra content, always in high quality. All, like everything's just 100% on it. They just basically, they're the tops. They, and yes, I'm from the 30s. They... They're the tops, kiddo! Oh, that's the biggest knees. They <laughs> had some movies on Netflix and... Um, I don't really know what happened. It happened literally two days ago. All of a sudden, a ton of Criterion Collection showed up on Hulu, and they announced, hey, we're going to be part of Hulu Plus now. And then a day later, they're like, hey, we're no longer part of Netflix. And they are pulling their entire Criterion Collection from Netflix and putting everything on Hulu Plus. And mm-hmm. I'm wagering to say, not Hulu. Right. Hulu no, I think Plus. it's only Hulu Plus. And it's its own, like, because I didn't even notice this happen. It's its own tab. Because, yeah, like, yeah. on Hulu Plus now there's the Criterion section. I don't, it's, I just use Netflix through the Xbox, but I don't think through the website they had a special section. Like, I they have the stars play. Don't thing. think so, I don't think yeah. there was a Criterion I think section. Did. I think it was listed as that just, was, like, they were the publisher, kind of. But that was that was all, the, all you would get. But Hulu's, like, featuring them as, like, this is premium content for Hulu Plus. And it honestly is. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. I didn't see how many movies they've added, but it's, it was a decent amount. The first day, they unleashed, like, 
a ton of Criterion Collection pretty quickly. So, I don't know. There's there's some war going on. What the the kind of background behind that is that Netflix set up these deals for how they get paid pretty early on, and due to the rate that they've increased in size. Those deals are pretty sweet now. <laughs> like, like they were like, we'll flat rate this. You don't want to do like a per person thing. It's not gonna make yeah. any sense for you. And everybody was like, yeah, you're just some shitty little whatever. Sure, yeah. we'll sign it. Signed on, and now they're like, hey, we serve seventy percent of all media through the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like just owning on these on these oh, yeah, uh, yeah. charges. So, but and what I heard recently was Netflix or Hulu basically said like, hey, you're not happy with Netflix and how they're paying you? Come on over, we'll pay you a lot. <laughs> And everybody's like, ooh, it's not a bad idea. And like, some people are actually making that switch. And Criterion hmm. is probably the biggest name to do it so far. Interesting. It's yeah. funny. I mean, we, you know, we just learned that Borders uh, went filed Chapter 11 a couple days really? ago. Was it 11? 13? 11? It was 11. 11? I don't remember which ones are which. Um, and they, here in our, two our hometown. 200 plus stores closed. Yeah, everyone in Orlando except for Winter Park, Park closed. Which we had... Ironically, we just had a nerd appropriate meeting yeah. at Borders because uh-huh. we're high class. Yeah, and, that's what we do. And we uh, drink our, our frappuccinos. Our frappuccinos and sit like where people are, you know, yelling around us. Uh, and we play, and we talked about that. Like, I wonder if this one will be closing because I kind of knew the rumor was coming. Yeah, maybe you guys saved it. We did. We're like, this we one won't close. I bought seven thousand coffees that night, yeah. but not a single book. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever purchased a book from Borders. I mean, I've bought books. But, uh, Borders, that's a great coffee shop. As, a, as anyone who's known that helped me move, I own a few books. <laughs> yes, they're quite heavy. Thanks for the hernia. You're welcome. And the prolapsed rectum, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, that was for a different reason. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Borders collapsing pretty much due to Amazon, and of course, um, Blockbuster has collapsed pretty much due to Netflix. I feel like that's a. That's close to your heart. Like, you, you bring up Blockbuster a lot. Dude, I fucking... I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad I've hated Blockbuster for so long. It's, just, it's like watching a giant, like, get a fucking rock to the head and fall down. <laughs> it's amazing. It brings me so much joy. And Netflix is just such a better deal. It fuck? is. And honestly, while I've been unhappy with Hulu, I've been using it a lot more heavily lately. I just never use it because of its name. Here, here's, here's the thing with me and Hulu... <laughs> is now that I've canceled cable, it's become my DVR. Yeah. So, like, all the shows that I want to watch, which happen to be NBC and Fox and those shows, are on Hulu the next day. Mm. So it's just, like, in Saturday Night Live, all that kind of stuff. So, like, instead of feeling like, oh, I just miss all these shows, I don't get to watch them now or something, I just watch them on Hulu Plus the next day on my TV. And I don't mind paying because it comes through my Roku, which makes it a thousand times easier for me because I don't have a computer hooked up to my TV. Mm. So... Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's cool. I think it really doesn't matter because if it was on either service, I would have been fine with it. And I don't, I don't watch that many Criterion movies, but I can't tell you the last time I watched one to be honest. A Criterion movie? Yeah. Like a Criterion. Like Michael Criterion. <laughs> Speaking of movies. <laughs> oh man, that was the best facial expression. Had to be there. Burn. <laughs> so, 
I just I just killed the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he brought a screeching to a halt. Death, death to the podcast. Well, you know it's bad if, if Sorry, I if I was I replying to a bad. burn in the chat room. Ooh. If I if I look down at a pun, you know it's it's pretty bad. That was amazing, I love puns. dude. Michael Criterion, that is the best <laughs> pun you've ever fucking heard. Are you gonna carry that one out first? I am. I'm gonna get Michael Criterion. See what you got. What else? Uh, so we're talking about um, no, no. Keep going on the Michael. Oh, Michael Criterion. You know. Congo, Fucking Jurassic Park, Jurassic. Andromeda Strain. There you go. Words of books he wrote. Yes, all all those things. Criterion collections. Are We're putting a real Andromeda Michael. Strain on this podcast right now. Yes, the Michael Criterion Criterion. Did you Jurassic Party. Park your car in my oh, grass? Oh, I did. Mm. On that you great. always do. I do. Why are you parking my grass? He just figured he'd calm down. I don't want to mess it. up your lawn or anything. Oh. <laughs> I take good care of that. It's, it's about as nice he as should, I walk uh, in my he lawn. He should, uh, the, occasion. He, instead of driving, uh, if you had gone for public transportation, he could have taken <laughs> the Orient Express. Aye, that's that's not a, great, a Michael Crichton movie. No, didn't he write the, the movie? No. no. Midnight? That the, movie is like the 30 Orient? years before uh, he was around. Anyway, I, fi- I was gonna—I was not gonna tell that joke. I'm gonna play then. the Congos to the next bit. I figured I'd Congo for it. Ooh, that's a better one. That's that was a much better that's one. Good. All right, so the last bit of news we have after our ten-item news explosion. Um, if anybody pays attention to these books that have been kind of blowing up in recent years, the first one was Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Same author did a book called uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is being made into a feature film it's just now being cast so it's in pre-production um, turns out Mary Elizabeth Winstead who was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and Die Hard 4 and uh, a bunch of other movies that I touched my scrotum to um, she is actually going to be in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is she going to be Abraham Lincoln? yes no, no. She's actually going to play Mary Todd. And the funny thing is, is she's actually kind of attractive. And uh, everyone that's listening to this podcast, I want you to get on Google real quick, quick and I want you to Google Mary Todd because it looks like... I've seen the Geico commercial. You have? With Mary Todd? Not a... Is she is a she, she's a handsome lady? That's the, one, that's the one... You've never seen that commercial? No. Where it's like, can Geico save you money in 15 minutes? Did Abraham Lincoln ever lie or something wife. like that? Yeah. And then his wife's standing there and she's like, do I look fat in this? And he kind of like stands next to her and he's like... So what they're saying maybe, is... Maybe a little... And then she like storms out of the room. Yes. Well, I'm pulling up a picture of Mary Todd now and I hope you all... She looks, she looks, <laughs> she's a, she's a yeah, lovely she, lady. She looks kind of like... Uh, she looks exactly I, like Mary Elizabeth Winston. She looks like an old Cabbage Patch doll. So yeah. essentially what they're doing is just putting Ramona Flowers in Abraham Lincoln yes, Vampire Hunter. Yes, pretty much. Because that's much. that character, essentially, just killing vampires. Yes, pretty much. Um, why it's good news, though, she's a good actor. I like her. She looks hella ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, hella is a viable word, all right? <laughs> I use it on occasion. Yeah, it's it's Mary, not that big Mary's of a deal. Is a it's, a gnarly, it's a gnarly word. Yeah, so do you guys like that they're doing um, spins on classic literature and classic characters? I haven't read any of them. You read them, didn't you? I read Pride, Prejudice, and, Zom- I read Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. It was pretty good. It was, you like, didn't read Abraham Lincoln? I haven't read I it. heard Abraham Lincoln heard Vampire Hunter was the good one oh, really? of, of those like books that came out. The, my only problem is that they, if you want to just do a silly what? story... It just seems like they're doing like 
The Great Gatsby Dude, it's just, and it's, vampires. It's a hipster kid from Brooklyn <laughs> who was like, this is going to be hilarious. And wrote a book, and yeah. then people bought it, and he was like, motherfucker. A Tale of yeah. Two Cities. It literally is. Filled it's with vampires. Brooklyn, yeah. or, or Seattle. Well, there's se- Sense, Sensibility, and Sea Monsters. Sea Monsters. There was? That's not by the same it, guy, though. It's not? The guy who wrote, the one guy who wrote the first one, which was Pride, Prejudice, and Zombie, yeah. he wrote Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Mm-hmm. He did not write, I don't think he wrote... Sense. Sense, sensibility did and he, sea monsters. Did he write Iliad and the Odyssey and the Wolfman? If only Wolf we Man. had some. <laughs> if only we had Iliad, some. Uh, Odyssey and the Wolfman. Uh-huh. That needs, sir. Mm-hmm. You are now tasked well, with writing that novel. Please delete this out of the. Let's retroactively. Do we have a delay here so we can take that out so nobody listening right now? Can no, 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 I don't. No. There we go. To kill a mockingbird with a werewolf. <laughs> with a Thank werewolf. you, chat room. That's awesome. <laughs> to kill a mockingbird. With a werewolf, yeah, we need to start writing some of these of our own so we can. That's just some, a, some extra. Kids in Williamsburg, fucking <laughs> Moby Dick. I was just about to do Moby Dick, but there's already a giant whale. Moby and Dick, my pants, and Twilight, <laughs> and Twilight, and Gandalf, <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> the white wizard fights the white whale. Yeah, he didn't do sense sensibility. It's oh, somebody else. The Sixth Sense and Sensibility. So you guys, um, we're moving on to reviews, and we actually don't have a whole lot, which is good, because this is already going long. But um, you guys are reviewing a Disney ride called Small World. But not until we get back. Oh, break time. Dun, dun, dun. You should go pee on the wives. show up uh, went on a ride at Disney called mm. Small World <laughs> <laughs> so is that the is that the us? it was fun is that now the, here's the trick is that the one that there's the kids singing to you the whole time is that the is that the dark and gritty reboot of it's Hold a small on. world they're not real kids what robot kids animatronic that's fucked up I know I don't like this. Wasn't the original It's a Small World one that real kids? In reality, you reviewed a game called Small World, which is a board game. There's a board game called Small World that uh, we played. We actually got it as a wedding gift. Oh, I just... My wife and I. I thought you were serious about the Disney ride. No. (laughs) So, uh... You're not coming back next week. Uh, (laughs) Oh, come on! Damn it! Bad hammer. Uh, so, um, so we got this board game. It's called Small World. It is a risk. 
inspired game. Essentially, you are trying to like take over land, and you you get money for taking over that land, and then you kind of turns go on. So, the way the game works, you have uh, different uh, groups of people, like types of people. So you've got like orcs and you know humans and uh, tritons and like all these whatever. They're all kind of like D and D races essentially. And then you have uh, attributes to those people. So it'd be like merchants and uh, like homestead people, like all these different things. And, and they're never the same. So you actually mix them up and you draw new ones and then you move through these people. I'm doing a horrible explanation of this game, aren't I? Sounds great. I kind of get it. I can tell it's a board game because I'm already an executive decision right getting now. bored. Yeah. When Scott's here, we'll do this review. <laughs> are, are, are we purging this? <laughs> All I know there's orcs and there's... This is what's about to happen. I'm about to describe a board game. <laughs> and we're going to get bored. For, for 15 minutes. Oh, man. You guys are going to be on the computer and on your phone. I've oh. already refreshed Twitter. <laughs> no one's going to ask an effing word about what the game was like. I'm going to finish. You're going to awkwardly sit there, and then you're going to be like, can we talk about Marvel vs. Capcom? <laughs> oh, can we talk about Marvel vs. Capcom? Exactly. I was so confused because you said there were different types of people, and then you said, like, orcs, and I didn't think orc was a type of people. I'm just saying that I don't feel like this review is going to go the I was way in. it could go I was if in. there were another person here. Okay, play. here's just my As soon as I read these four tweets. They could have named their game not the name of a Disney ride with Pit It's Kid killing Pop. me that that's what's holding you up about this it game. It is. If it was called, like... Irrelevant. Ultra domination. I'd be like, let's hear about ultra. Domination. It's called Smart World. So I just don't. I don't want to hear about it. I know. I'm so, he's so angry. Like that's his I'm angry. Not angry. Face. You should have more I'm extreme name. I just. I'm aware this is what's going to happen yeah. before I'm even going to start. Yeah. Hold on. I got. I got three new tumbles. Uh-oh. I got a tumble. Refresh I'm my. Trying tumbler. to make that a word, man. It's not a word. Bring it in the lexicon. Street tumble. Man. Tumbler doesn't have a. You shot me the fucking most evil look right there. I, tr- I, turn on I to, was listening to your review. I turn on to look at him during the podcast because he gives you that look. There were orcs. <laughs> and so I'm, have, I'm done with this review. I'm, just, I'm literally not doing they it. They had attributes, not which are like attributes. Today. Probably not doing There's it. There's a homesteader. I'm most likely not going to do this review. I was listening. A homesteader? That's what he said. He said there's a homesteader. I'm just saying that if I had to choose between... Um, doing this review and not doing Having this. you guys <coughs> and 43 Scots. Oh, man. I'd choose 43 Scots. Wow. Wow. What's up? So it would feel like you were in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> or Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. That, Toss it up. You can really go. Chocolate! You can really go. That's a good one. That's a good one. You know what, Chris? I don't need your fucking attitude either in the chat room, alright? I don't need you. I don't need these two. I can shut the whole website down right now if I want to. Don't do it. How long has Scott been in the Lollipop Guild? Ooh. How many are you holding on to right now that you're just waiting to say? I've known him for 10 years. Maybe he's going to shave his beard for the wedding and people are like, why is Jen marrying that child? (laughs) This is illegal. (laughs) He's probably back in. This is probably Scott right now. We have not talked about him the entire time. (laughs) We started talking about him and this is probably him in the chat room. I'm going to laugh. So like I was saying, he's a great guy. He'll be walking down the aisle and the cops will literally tackle Jen and be like, ma'am, you need to unhand that child. This is this is improper union. You are violating several laws. Oh boy. Okay, so Marvel's Capcom. No, let's talk, about, <laughs> let's talk about WoW or some other piece of shit. I don't care. Okay. Uh, I uh, Excuse me. I would have. 
I would have gladly. Are you even playing small... WoW anymore? I no. call Ash's WoW rants my bathroom breaks while you guys are podcasting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> True. Because they stink like shit. Oh. And I'm in the bathroom. That's wait, I don't I'm get never, it. I'm, I'm lost now. Wow. I don't know. Okay. Scott's short. Ah. That was just not. <laughs> wasn't even a good add-on joke. No. Good times. I shouldn't come back next week. You probably shouldn't. We should leave it up to the fuck is going on right now. <laughs> <Just evolve. laughs> this thing is ridiculous. I this feel looks like, like this is from the show. I feel like we have just proven that Scott is somehow by He's doing the nothing the only one that keeps this thing from derailing entirely while we talk. He is the glue. The anchor. These are the, this is the money talk right it's here. The magical beard. So, um, are we? Gonna, let's go ahead and do Marvel's Capcom three. That's right. I'll talk. I'll talk about it, and and you can pretend to be interested. Yeah, is that what I do? Yes. No, it's not true. Do do I do that? Yes. (laughs) Just look at all of my devices at the same time. Oh wow. (laughs) Jeez. Okay, so Marvel's Capcom three. Um, Who I'm texting right now? You guys just played it for the first time. We did. We did. We did. Um, So I I brought it by. It just came out the other day. Uh, First impressions. Oh, I liked it. I thought it was great. Um, it confused the shit out of me. Yeah, the controls were a little weird because we just we dove right in. We just started pushing buttons, and the controls seemed to be different than the classic uh, controller scheme for most Capcom fighting games. But uh, well, we didn't ask, and we also didn't know. But you told us later that essentially there is only light and medium and hard now. No, yeah. there's no punch kick. Yeah, there's no. There used to be sets. There used to be light, medium, hard punch. Light, medium, hard kick. Now there's literally just light, medium, hard. And then you have two buttons that are assigned for your assist characters, so you can have... You know, Which I liked. That was yeah. nice. And then you hold them down to bring the other character in, so that's kind of nice. And then you have one button that's labeled as, like, um, they call it the S button, and the S button can be used to do... Uh, shit. Kind of shit. shit you, can knock, you can knock people up in the air with it. One one button press, and you knock people up. Oh, so I did that a lot to him. Your air juggle button, yeah. And also that button can be used for other moves. So you can, like, if you have, like, a level 2 super, you can use that juggle up button with, like, Seems a... Seems kind of dumbed down, honestly. It, 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 it is a little bit. But um, in terms of... Uh, I'm almost fine with that, though, because I always hated playing Street yeah, Fighter I games mean, like, on the new modern controller layout, where it's four buttons and then yeah, the hard or was up here, or the yeah. light or hard. I hated that. Yeah. I think... On the surface, it's going to feel a little bit dumbed down, but when you actually get to the meat of it, the meat of like the different combinations and everything, they're all still there. Right. Um, a lot of it was overly technical. The fact that in order to pull off like a you know a twenty hit combo in the old game, you'd have to like you know do a controller motion, then hit like light punch, medium punch, hard punch, medium kick, light kick, hard kick. It was just a memorization of yeah, yeah. different different button presses, and they kind of wanted I think to get away from that. Because that really alienated um, people that weren't amazing players. Like, I've always been a decent fighting game player. I've never been great. Never, like, in tournaments or anything like that. But I could never pull off the stuff that were... The guys that were pros could pull off. It was impossible. My hands just have never been that fast. So, uh, the fact that, like, now... Uh, after about an hour of gameplay, I think you guys would see that um, you'll be able to pull off combos that you wouldn't be able to do in the old game. And not because it's overly simplified, just because it makes a lot more I just, sense. I assumed I was pulling off combos because Ryan really sucked. Could be. I was a dog. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it has like, I don't want to say a steep learning curve, but it'll take you probably a couple plays through of arcade mode before you actually get 
the the full feel for how everything really works. And there's definitely um, building your team is really an important aspect of the game. You get to choose from three characters. Um, who you combine together is really really important. Um, you may not realize it, but like characters like the Hulk, it, it makes sense. Like Hulk is very very hardy. He has probably I would say four or five times more hit points than Phoenix. He can just take that much more damage. Can so Phoenix can... explode the world with her mind, though? Yes. Oh, she okay. actually, if you get to a I level... Have been her. Yes, if you get to a level <laughs> 5 super, all the way up to level 5, she can turn to Dark Phoenix and can pretty much one-shot people. Nice. Because you've got to build your super bar to level 5. Um, so yeah, there's definitely... There's, a, I think, 38 characters this time. They range from... I, I was kind of eavesdropping while I was setting up the chat room and I was hearing you guys talking. Like, I don't know who the hell that is. There's no a idea. lot of characters like that. That was all right. Like, uh, who is this person? <laughs> like, you know, if you haven't really been paying attention to, like, Capcom's games in the past, you know. Yeah, a lot years. of Capcom, they pulled some people out of nowhere. Yeah, like you have like Beautiful Joe. Who's Tron? Tron Bond was from an old N64 Mega okay. Man spinoff. Because she's been in other, she's in Marvel vs. Capcom too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she hasn't been in her own title in probably like 15, 20 years. She shoots a Lego person out of her. She does. But she shoots a Lego and she drives a giant robot. Yeah, I mean, so. That's all I needed. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool characters. You said uh, you were surprised by X23. Yeah, there's some cool, cool like Marvel characters I didn't really expect. Yeah, like Super Scroll and X twenty three. Yeah, yeah, and some Super of the more ones badass and Dormammu. Yeah, Dormammu was pretty awesome. Uh, after I think your first playthrough, you unlock Taskmaster, who's an old. Captain I heard about American. that. Yeah, that's crazy. He's pretty cool. He has a, uh, you know, he mimics the he's abilities of the Avengers. Is he? I don't know. Oh, maybe he's not. I don't know. But he, he can use, like, Hawkeye's bow and Cap's shield. Yeah, yeah. He's got, like, all this... And Super Skull's got, like, all the Fantastic Four powers. Yeah, it's cool. They did a really good job with, like, the, the Marvel villains are a nice gamut of just, like, very strange and kind of... I don't think Oompa Loompa's in the game. No Oompa Loompas. Isn't that Scott? I was going to make that joke, but oh. I feel like I've been too mean already. Oh. oh he left the room if it was him. Oh, yeah. No, Scott's not in the game. <laughs> 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 but all in all, um, uh, let me just talk really briefly about the the single, the single player experience. Uh, do you feel like I'm mocking you? I'm not. It's okay. Yeah, I, know you're I, feel like, I feel like you're mocking you. It's a, you stop caring after a while. Um, <laughs> the single player experience is, uh, is actually pretty brief. Um, the campaign, if you can call it a campaign, is probably like, I want to say, probably eight matches. I heard who the final boss is, though. Final boss is pretty awesome. Yeah. You fight against Galactus, and Galactus, um, for those that don't know, is they call him the Devourer of Worlds because he's so big and powerful. He actually eats planets as energy. He was a cloud that looked like an asshole in the second Final Fantasy or Final Four Fantasy Final Fantastic Four movie. Yes, yes. that's yes. the word I was looking for. Yes, but didn't watch that movie. Ah, yeah. like he looked like a. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. He actually in the comics he's a huge purple guy with a weird helmet on, and yeah. I don't know why they didn't choose to do that in the movie. He was a cloud. That whatever. Like an asshole. Yeah, he was a yeah. cloud that looked like a butt. So, but I heard that he's huge. Like he's off screen. He game. is off screen, um, and so you got all your three characters, and you fight against Galactus, and he he's so big, like his hand reaches in, and he can like flick your characters off the screen. He literally flicks your characters and makes wow. you switch characters. And then he does this energy beam attack that can instantly kill your guys. So it's pretty much how fast. If you're you a can you get up to his head? 
Yes. Yeah! Last night, I actually... Everyone, this is totally true. It's funny you ask that. I was like, I'm going to try MODOK. And I played through the whole campaign of MODOK. <laughs> and I did... I love MODOK. MODOK can fly. Yeah. So I flew up to Galactus's head, and I just was going... <laughs> over and over again. And he just, he's like this little snotty voice. And so I'm like yelling at him and like pecking at Galactus's head and finally Galactus dies. I killed I killed Galactus with Modok just by like <laughs> And then um the ending for Modok is whoever you beat it with you get a little cartoon. The ending for Modok is he puts on Galactus's helmet. Awesome. The big like the big purple Galactus helmet, so it's like Modok with his Galactus helmet on. So the campaign's fun, it's really brief. Um I guess next, uh, March 1st, they release something called Shadow Mode. And Shadow Mode is something for people that want to get to the level of uh, competition where you can actually go in and compete in ladders and things like that. Mm-hmm. So all the programmers program their specific teams and their specific play styles into what they call Shadow oh, Mode. Like so you can play against like Seth Killian and all the programmers. Wow. So that way you can actually test, essentially test your skill against actual professionals. Which is kind of cool. It's like playing against a pre-programmed like chess champion. What I really liked about it, um, from the from the little bit we played, and we tried to we did like three or four different matches, and we tried to mix up how many different characters we played as. <coughs> what I really liked about it was that um, uh, they definitely gave everybody had like an individual voice. Like I didn't feel like I was just playing Ryu over and over and over and over and over again. Like. Everybody played a little bit differently. Like they, like the people who should have been fast were like super fast. People who were slow were a little bit slower, but they were tougher. Like start, like everything. Fe- and then like the voicing of the characters, like Deadpool's guy was hilarious throughout Deadpool's the whole thing. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, Modok, you know, like you said, like they have like not only do they feel original, like their voices are actually voiced really yeah. well too. On top of that, yeah, we. Um, when, well, I did my did, review did on you say it. Julia Voth voiced the. No, that's uh, it was the Jennifer Hale. Actually. Jennifer Hale, yeah. yeah. Jennifer Hale actually voiced uh, Phoenix, and then um, the guy that does Nathan Drake, he did um, Deadpool because he's contractually has to be in every video. He is in every video, game, <laughs> and uh, you know you have a lot of like really, really like old school classic voice actors from like Batman the Animated yeah, Series yeah. and Teen Titans, all doing these great characters. And like you said, there is a lot of personality to the game. And the thing that blew me away is. The characters will interact with one another while they're fighting. Yeah. So, like, when you tag out, like, let's say you're playing as Deadpool and you tag Modok, he'll shout, like, Modok, come here! And, like, Modok will fly in. Yeah. Like, they actually all converse with one another and you converse to the enemy team as well. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know, for instance, like, Gene will yell over to Wolverine, like, I wish it wasn't you, Logan, and then they'll fight. And it's like, that just is cool as a, as a comic book and, and yeah. Capcom nerd to see these characters actually interacting. Um, I just thought they did a really good job with that. So. And I heard on uh, on another pod, Totally Rad Show, they were talking about it today and um, or yesterday, and uh, heard something cool like like part of the character thing where like Deadpool with the comic, he always like breaks the fourth wall, like he always talks to the people out that are reading the comic book, mm-hmm. and he's like super hokey and jokey. And and Ryan even noticed that while he's playing, he, he's like yelling out Ken and Ryu's moves. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I know. And then yeah. he just does something random yeah, on yeah. top of that. And then I also heard his special, like, I think it's one of the high level specials, is he picks up the special bar and starts hitting the yeah. back. Of it. <laughs> and I'm awesome. like, that is just so, like, that's the kind of stuff that makes me happy that they, they gave all these characters real life and not mm-hmm. just like, Deadpool, make him shoot a gun. And he yells something funny on occasion, you know, like, it, it's cool that they put the they time really and put a lot of energy into. How each... many total characters? 64 or something like that? Right now there's 38. 38. Uh, there's 38, so but not... there's. 
What I said was wrong. Yes. Marvel's <laughs> Capcom 2 had 56. This one oh, was right, right, right. 38. Okay, okay. Uh, but this one, they're going to do something that I did want to briefly bring up, which is going to be really controversial. They're going to be selling DLC characters, which a lot of people disagree mm. with. Um, and also, not only DLC characters, but they're going to do... But are they going to be like packs? Characters? Packs. Like yeah. the first one, you actually got it for pre-ordering. The first pack comes out, I think, March 1st. And it's Jill Valentine and Shuma Gorath from Marvel. Um, and it's going to be, I think, $5 when it comes out. So you get two characters. It's kind of a lot just for two characters. Yeah, that's the I thing. could see like a buck a character. Yeah. Like if you released a pack of five characters and it was five bucks, I'd be like, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. And they're also going to be putting out costume packs that are... Um, it already comes with alternate versions, like alternate color palette swaps. But it's actually going to be full-on like model changes. For instance, like the first one they released... Uh, it's not quite out yet, but the, it's actually Captain America, but as Steve Rogers in his like World War Two oh, outfit. Cool. Cool. So you can get different versions. But they're selling those too. Yeah, they're selling those. And like, for instance, uh, Spider Man. I'm pointing to this box, but for instance, Spider Man has um, his Iron Spider costume. Um, you know, the the costume that Iron Man built for him, things yeah. like that. So there's going to be alternate versions that are actually accurate to, to the comics and the games. Oh, there's a delay. <laughs> You just put the light back. That's the light right on. <laughs> there we go. That works. Yeah, so. Thanks. <laughs> Ryan doesn't so understand anyway, yeah, work. even if you're not, if you're not a, a huge fighting fan and you want, you're looking for like a new party game to yeah. play at your place. I mean, we picked it up and played immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like it was just like pick up and play, no question. Yeah, absolutely. And then they have that simple mode too, right? Mm-hmm. Where that's like click a button, do a combo. Pretty much. It's like one button press, supers, um, and that's great, you know, for parties and things like that. I mean, we talk about party games a lot, like Connect and Rock Band and things like that, but in the old days, the party games used to be these, these fighting games, and then they got so overly technical that people stopped really playing them in large groups because people would intimidate one another. Yeah. So I think they're kind of going back to where you can use this as a, a source of entertainment for a large group of people, and you can get to the point where you are um, incredibly good at it, and you can compete at like an actual professional level with a game, too. Cool. So. so all in all, it was worth the wait. 11 years. Definitely go pick it up. It's pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. It is 47 discs. It is. That's why the box is so big. Yes. I was uh, I was very impressed by the visuals on They're it. They're all um, hobbies, five and a quarter. They, yep. You gotta want it. All right. <laughs> I was very impressed by the visible... Take three. I was very impressed by the visuals on it in that uh, I was kind of... I mentioned it while we were playing it. A friend of mine wrote this lengthy blog post when, like, uh, Street Fighter... Street Fighter 4 was the first 3D variation of Street yeah. Fighter, right? Yeah. And then About Street how, Street like... You know, it was killing the spirit of Street Fighter, and uh, by doing cell animation and hand-drawn animation, you could add, you could you could defy the physics of what the model allows you to do, where a 3D model has a little skeleton inside of it, and you can do so much, so you can make the face do this ridiculous thing when you get punched, as opposed to, like, I remember some of the, like, punch, fa- the, the hit faces in Street Fighter 4, where, like, the eyes would bulge out and the mouth yeah, would look yeah, It looked weird. Yeah. But, to bring that around to this, like, the... the Phenomenal. I think it looked phenomenal yeah. from switching to hand-drawn to a 3D style, which I didn't. I was, I was kind of disappointed with with four. Even though four looked good, I loved the original. I think there's a different spirit to Marvel versus Capcom than there is Street Fighter. Either, right, but. right. This is definitely the more cartoony, right, fun, just kind of like ridiculously overdone game. Whereas like Street Fighter still has that 
serious, kind of like, yeah, serious fighter game ethos to it. Mm. But like, by like, it burned me when they went. I, I've never played four. I've just seen it, and it burned me when they went to that because it just seemed like, all right, you're just becoming another Tekken or right. DOA or Virtual. But I don't think it did. I mean, it was fun. To, it was a lot more fun to play than you would. Than it was still Street Fighter. Like right. when you when you turned it on and played, it was still Street Fighter. And this is definitely still Marvel vs. Yeah, I actually have. Yeah. I have two in the Xbox Live arcade. I bought Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and it's a blast. You yeah. Know, but yeah, this one definitely still maintains the spirit of, uh, yeah. you know, the, uh, the whole Marvel vs. Capcom franchise. So, we have one more thing to talk about. Yeah, our promotion. We, uh, we're going to have a um, review today. Scott was going to do a review for a comic book, but is... Uh, gonna get married can't come to the freaking podcast which is more important really yeah I you know you're gonna be married to her for forever I'm, like, I'm annoyed honestly I'm just annoyed I'm disappointed yeah that's a good word too cause I had to come to this Ash if you had one word to use what would it be Harry he is Harry I feel like I feel, I feel like I needed like you needed a no, third person a to be guy. here like, in, when you have to... You Here's know, the thing. If it was just Ash and I... We would be very serious. We would be very serious, and one of us would just fall asleep while the other one's talking. Right. Yes. I thought it was more And like, then, like, I would finish, and I'd be like, Ash, and he'd wake up, and he'd talk, yeah. I'd fall asleep, he'd finish, and he'd wake me up. Yes. I felt like it was more like in the, the Back to the Future ride at Universal, where they need six bodies to power the six-person remote-controlled DeLorean, and you, need, you needed a third person to really power this it's, machine. It's sort, it's sort of like that. I'll give that to you. So, anyways, uh, anyways, anyways. So yeah, we have <laughs> no. Uh, we have a Twitter account. Yeah, it's we, hopping. We have a Facebook page. That's hopping too. Let me tell you. We don't necessarily like spamming everyone with every post that we put up on our personal accounts on Twitter and such. I love it. And we would like to uh, start getting people following our Twitter account. Yeah. How are we going to do that, Matt? With the stupidest, most generic promotion we could think of. Let's talk about how we came into possession of this particular... So, <laughs> so I'm just going to go... Because uh, I think the plan is, that I'm making up off the top of my head right now, is that when this podcast goes live, which will hopefully be in a week, this contest will start. Yeah. So, right pre-packs, before we head out, we're going to do this promotion... And uh, what it is for is this book, which I think you had to lean it this way, Ryan, correctly? Yeah. I'm going to go with this thing. Well, you're going to get it all shiny now. See, now they can't... Why does it ruin everything we do on this podcast? There you go. Look at that. You can see it. All right, so... Sort of. uh, Star Wars Dark Empire Trilogy Hardcover Deluxe Edition book. Yeah. I bought it for Scott for Christmas, because he went to the comic shop with me one night and said... I want that book. And I was like, I'm a good friend. I'll remember this and buy it for you. And I did. And then his current future wife ruined shit for me. She'll, she'll be his wife when this thing comes out. Ruined it. Ruined. Because what do they do? She bought it for him ruined for Christmas it. and gave it to him before I could give it to him. Yeah. Wives, wives ruin things. Wives ruin lives. <laughs> uh, so we have an extra copy of the book. And I don't care to own it or read it. It is phenomenal, but it's, it's just kind of been sitting on my shelf. So what we decided to do is we're going to do a giveaway uh, of this hardcover edition. We're going to do it the way everybody else does it. 
because we are the least original people you will ever meet in our lives. Yeah. In our lives. And you want some new Twitter followers. And we want some new Twitter followers. I think it's it's uh, it's how it works. Mm-hmm. So you guys are kind of getting the preview. We're going to let you know that uh, in about a week, we're going to put this up on Twitter. We're going to say, you know, retweet this message and follow, and you get to win this shiny, brand spanking new co- uh, hardcover edition of Star Wars Dark Empire Trilogy. So that's a little in-the-know gonna... knowledge for anyone who listens to the podcast. Yes. And it's, and it's not a, a cheapo book. It's, it was no, actually quite expensive. <laughs> It's. I mean, so, I, was, I think it was like forty bucks yeah. for the book. So, so yeah, it's not a, a cheap, crappy comic or anything. And it ha- honestly has not been cracked open. It is in dead, perfect condition. Yep. So spine is intact. <laughs> we will. Uh, we will be doing that in about a week. Do you want to maybe sign it? You can sign it. I think that'd be away. probably just less than the value. That's no, probably all that right. would do. So we're gonna go ahead and just give it away in good condition instead of signing it. I'll sign it. <laughs> uh, we'll sign it. The guys that had nothing to do. Yeah, with the guys who had literally nothing to do with this book signed it. So that'll be about a week, and that's going to be our first Twitter promotion. And the really, and it might be annoying. I don't know if people find this annoying when, when they get Twitter spammed with free book giveaways. But really the goal is to get people onto our Twitter so that we're not Twittering things seven and eight times since all of our friends follow us and are appropriate. Let me tell you how fun that is. Yeah. I know you get it hit with it. It's like three or four. It's like, we did an interview! And then it's just like seven Twitters from us doing the interview. Yeah. So, uh... So yeah, so that'll be in about a week, and we hope you guys enjoy it. It is an awesome book, so I hope whoever gets it loves it. I wish I could win it. Fuck. You can't. Neither I, can write now. Oh, come on. I said you, you're on the podcast now. You can't. More than once, and you're not a guest. That's the problem. Ooh. Um, Sorry. You're recurring. Okay. You're like a weird character on the Cosby show who just shows up on a cable. Cockroach. Show. Yeah, you're Cockroach. You're the cockroach <laughs> of our podcast. So would you be Bill? Yeah, he's probably Bill. Am I Bill? Well, Cliff. I'm definitely um, Claire. You're Claire? So when Ash Ash is out of town, you eat hoagies. Scott's Rudy. Scott's Rudy. No, who's the Rudy? No, who's the other? Remember when (laughs) Rudy got too old? No, he's not Olivia. He's Rudy. He's Olivia? He's Rudy. I'm actually... P.S. The entire run... Of the Cosby Show on Netflix. on Netflix. So is Roseanne as well. Phenomenal. Roseanne. All of Roseanne is on Netflix Best news... Ever. He's gonna kick Theo out of the house. The? Why did Pilks ask us if we remember Cotton Eye? Did I miss a joke? No. I constantly, I've said this before, I feel like Cohen is always making a joke that I don't understand. That's his humor. <laughs> they come out of left field, and you just, gotta, you just have to embrace them because the he, always says, clearly, clearly he always says stuff, and I clearly think it's funny, but I don't know why or what it is and no, what it's about. I'm just like, all yeah. right, that's. That's, that's Apparently what he's saying was that the, the conversation going on was not enthralling enough for him to stay focused, and his mind wandered to a Cotton Eye Joe song. Oh. And then I started singing it in my head. I got pretty into it. It was a good song. Then then you come Ryan loved it. it. Rednecks with X. Ooh. High school dance, man. Oh, man. Grinded to that shit. No, I stood on the wall and watched. <laughs> he watched other people grind. I held the camera. His I held high school the, was full I held, of the, I held the power cable for the camera guy. I didn't even get to hold the fucking camera. I had to hold the power cable for his, the camera guy. But uh, I've seen videos. His high school was full of grinding. The most ridiculous. Like, just humping. Just purely humping on the dance floor. Uh, that was amazing. Can't wait to go to prom this year. Oh, are you going? Yeah, I'm chaperone. 
Why do you sign for up a for second? I got, it. I got it this year. I for don't a, split, have a choice. split second, I had to register that you're a teacher and your girlfriend isn't of high school age because He's you don't have a girlfriend. No, I know, but that was the yeah, thought yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, a coworker of mine had to get a fake ID so he could go to prom with his girlfriend because he was too old. How old he is had to he? Get He's thirty-one. He has a high school girlfriend? Yeah. Well, I think she just graduated. She just went into college now. But he had to get a fake ID Still to make him right. younger. It didn't get any better when I was like 20 in college and girls would be like, I'm dating a 30-year-old. I'm like, that's gross. Still. Yeah. Still weird. I don't care what you didn't think. Didn't her sister-in-law just now do we're that? The, now we're the just gross, saying. We're the gross do we have to bring her back up in a pod? No. She's gonna, then she'll listen. I'm she'll get saying. mad at us. I'm just saying. She hates everything someone already. Someone in our family already did that. It's just gross. Who would date anyone over 30? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been Rated A oh, Podcast, man. episode fifteen. We will be back soon. I think our worst one. No. <laughs> no. This one, this one you guys have had way worse. <laughs> Definitely chaos filled, but still pretty fun. There have been. Uh, can't this re- fast forward any faster? Listening to yours. Thanks, guys. That's it. We're done.